When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Hi, and welcome to the program. I'm Don McDonald over there, back from his big vacation. Turn your audio down a little bit on your uh, whatever machine you've got there. The face. Oh, no, my machine? The FaceTime machine. Oh, that machine. I, I'm hearing audio bouncing back. There you go. How's Look that? at that. Is That's that so much better. Now I can't hear me bouncing back at me. And Let's, now you can't call me a Luddite anymore because uh, you figured out how to Lud- use the volume button. Yeah, no, because nope. I know I know where the expression comes from, and Ted Ludd will be mad if you do. So it, it was what was it referring to? Luddites. What what industry? Come on, come on! You read it. I read the same book. I know. I know. Oh, oh. textiles. Thank you. The mechanization of the textile right. industry. It was displacing too many workers. It was displacing. He, he, yeah. he led the protest against the displacement progress. of progress against. There you go. Progress, pretty much. Yeah. We we are all for progress, though. We are for financial progress. We are for the good of humanity. We are for you having you progressing to a great retirement by managing your money properly. We're really cutting edge. No luddism here. No Surrey Bob. And we want to answer questions because that is our true love. We love answering your questions about money matters of any kind. And we can do that by uh, you calling us at 855-935-TALK. My wisdom glasses were slipping down my nose there. They almost came right off. Not reading glasses. They look, wisdom glasses. They look good. They look good now. Really. They, right you there. know what? Perfect. For $7 Amazon cheapies? Not bad. Yeah. Did I give the number? I yeah, would I be did. taking. Yeah, I would be taking a picture with my new Kodak camera. Oh, if not, so we're going to get to Kodak in a minute. Oh, oh, oh! Can I do something real quick? I, I guess so. You're going to. I'm going to anyway. I was. Uh, you know, I have another podcast called Lit Read. I do. That's about I that's do. classic short stories. Today, it's really hard on a podcast to do lip reading, but go right ahead. Today. I reached number 53 in performing arts on Apple Podcasts. I am three away from being on the most popular list of podcasts. So I am blatantly begging people who listen to the show later to go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe or listen to Lit Reading by Don McDonald. You might even like it. Who knows? That's that's the weakest pitch I've seen since Dr. Fauci, but okay, we'll go with it. Do you know you used that two weeks ago? I'm going to keep using it. You like used the same joke two weeks ago. Okay, wait a minute. Now, you know me well. How long has I been using some of those other jokes? Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> two weeks is a mere nothing. Yeah, actually, you've got, you've got a few movie <laughs> quotes that you've been using, I'm pretty sure, 30 years. I think you might we're, be right, right at 30 I've years. Had, how do you think my family feels having just spent a week with me and hearing them all again? I know. They were on vacation stuck. Yeah. The, the, yeah, exactly. Dad did not go to work <laughs> exactly. all week. Good point. So they were no. sitting on the dock of the bay 
watching the puns roll away. Yeah. And they're bad. Oh, you know, yeah. when you look up dad joke, you see a picture of Tom. There's a dad joke. I never seen so some people so oh, no, excited to go no, home no. at the end of the week. So. Oh, good. I thought it was another joke. Oh, all right. Hey, anyway, our number is 855-935-TALK. We're so glad you joined us. We're here to try to make you a better investor, a better saver, a better planner, uh, just a better money manager. And to that end, we need to talk. We need to talk. All of us need to get together, have a little chat, okay? there's a, You have a little problem. Too many of you have it in your head that investing is something that it ain't. Yeah, and it, it, it you could see this, I think, really since the pandemic oh, no took hold. It's like we're bored because people of people are bored. There's no sports to bet on, and <laughs> there's now frictionless, zero cost trading. You can go trade your way to Nirvana. And so, guess what? Uh, on rumor, on potential loan, on potential sort of change of focus. The focus this week was Kodak. Oh. which uh, went from $2 a couple weeks ago to as high as $60, did close the week at about $14. Yeah, now that was the, been... the big the big movement was that last week of July. It really Crazy. soared. Uh, I, I think it's daily, it's high, daily high, closing high was like 35 or something. Yeah, really I mean, high. people think this is the picture-perfect trade. Uh-huh. Wait for it. Folks, Thank you. He uh, did it no. again. He did it I again. I, and, and I, I hope that, you know, unlike me, you can go ahead and ignore him. Because I, I'm right here staring at him. So this is not investing. This is purely speculating. Oh, and no. by the way, who are most of the people trading this? Well, it, I, I love the quotes because oh, one guy oh, said, well, oh, what? Wait, go ahead. This this guy, this guy, <laughs> Alex Olson, a guy in the airline industry in Florida. Said, and I want you to just cogitate on this during the break. He said, quote, this is why you invest. I have the option of helping a company save us and make some equity. I want you to think about that for a minute. Investing helps a company save us and make some money. Hmm, we'll be back. Tom and Don are talking real money. You've heard that about 99% of all financial advisors are not always required to act in your best interest. You've probably been pitched financial products by all manner of friends and relatives, and the investing you have done is probably a hodgepodge of ill-fitting pieces that are doing little to provide the financial security you need. If you're looking for a 100% pure fiduciary, and we'll put that in writing, low-cost, fee-only advisor who always puts you first, give Vestry a call at 800-386-3004. That's 800-386-3004. 3004 or visit us online at vestory v-e-s-t-o-r-y dot com for your real life and real future tom and don are talking real money welcome back to talking real money i'm don tom's over there our number is 855-935-TALK it's so easy to call it's really easy to talk with us and we'll give you some straight answers on your everyday money problems because they're important to you building wealth is important but you have to go about it the right way and we have this nasty habit of confusing investing with gambling and in the case of kodak where this one investor who's quoted by the wall street journal said that that kodak that the, the the story on kodak we'll get to that in a minute is why you invest first 
I'm wrong. And then I need to clear up a misunderstanding before we continue this. When you buy stock in a company on the market, you are not doing anything for the company whose stock you purchased. The only time that happens is when it's an initial public offering. That's right. That money does go to the company. Well, part of it, <laughs> not yeah. all of it because a lot of people got their little fingers in that pie, but some of it then. But otherwise, you're simply trading shares with other people that own those shares. That's it. And the reason the market exists is to provide liquidity to for those initial public offerings to get a higher price, to get a more market-driven price. Because if you didn't think you could sell your stock, you wouldn't want to pay as much for it. You'd pay a lot less and the companies would get less money. Thank. That's why the market is a wonderful thing. But it's not a place where you should be playing, and you shouldn't be playing on news. Well, yeah, and the news for Kodak, of course, was this possible $765 million government loan to make drug ingredients at its U.S. factories. Once the word of that got out, people jumped into the stock. Stock went wild. Stock then fell has been back and forth all over the place a lot of people trading it the the number of shares gone up by the hundreds of thousands so people moving this all over the place this is purely speculation this is purely a bet this is purely a hope that yes they will get the money and the, the company will do better and that's why people and pardon the pun are snapping up shares you used that one before Wait, no, you didn't. You That's a variation on the theme. Yeah, you're right. That's a variation on the theme. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and you know, this was a $2 stock forever, yeah. forever. Kodak was basically done for as a as a camera company. They're done. They do have this little division called Eastman Chemical. That is the division that would have gotten or might get that loan, loan, not a grant, not a gift, and people overreacted. You cannot react to news because by the time you read the story, even if you're out right sitting staring at your computer and you get it the minute it comes up on the wire services, you're going to be a few seconds later than everybody, than, than the traders, than the professionals, who will have already known it, and if there was anything worth doing with that knowledge, they would have already bid the stock way up before you could even get there. And that was the case with Olson. This guy, Olson, bought stock, and he bought it. He kept buying it as it was rising because he thought, well, it was, if it was a good deal then and it keeps rising, I'm going to make more money. I'm going to make more money. I'm going to make more money. And then it started turning around from 35 and fell to 22 or so. And he wisely at 22 got out because now it's 14. But he still lost $30,000. And here is the lesson that he learned. And I don't understand why more people don't read something like this and go, oh, there but for the grace of god he said quote i guess what i learned is trading is just gambling and for those of you who believe that trading slivers of individual stocks there's been a lot of this going on too right the slices where companies now like fidelity and schwab and interactive brokers are offering you the opportunity to spend $500 to buy a slice of Amazon because it's trading at $3,200, who also think that is investing. No, that, again, is purely speculating. 
And in, in the article, somebody says, well, I wouldn't be able to afford owning those companies. Yeah. Uh, I, I only have a few bucks. Well, well I, don't, I need to be able to play those stocks, too, sir, you haughty rich guy, you. Yeah, you would be able to own those because there's a thing called an index mutual fund. And in that index, you can actually, oh, we've talked about this on the show. We'll talk about the uh, the fidelity similarity a similar type of approach at fidelity because we always just for full disclosure we always promote vanguard we get nothing from vanguard Mm-mm. vanguard is not our partner uh it's because they've been the leaders they've been the yeah, leader for so long with john bogle but we've spent more time looking at fidelity but the point is you can own one mutual fund or exchange traded fund at Vanguard that holds 8,800 securities, including all of those popular ones you're going to be part of, Amazon, Tesla, Microsoft, et cetera, et cetera. Those are in there. You hold the index. You got all of them. You don't need to speculate by putting $500 in a share part of Amazon. That is a ridiculous approach. And by the way, the people that I, I forgot to mention the the culprit, I think, at the end of the day for a lot of this are the free platforms. The fact that Robin, Robin Hood. For, yeah, where you can go there and you feel rich because you're trading all these slices. This is not a this is not helping people understand how investing really works. And and if you just have eighty one dollars, eighty one dollars in a brokerage account, get this. You can buy Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, Facebook, Alphabet, Alibaba, Johnson & Johnson, Tencent, Visa, and Nestle, Procter & Gamble, J.P. Morgan Chase, United Health Group, Home Depot, Berkshire Hathaway, MasterCard, Intel, Verizon, NVIDIA, AT&T, Adobe, PayPal, Walt Disney Company, and that's just about 20 of the 8,600 now in that portfolio. So um, $81 for VT. The Vanguard Total World Stock ETF. And in just a moment, we'll give you our, our equivalent fidelity. Uh, and I don't want to leave J.J. Watt's enterprise out of all this. J.J. Watt, very The football player? Football league. Yeah, he's a big, strong guy. But, but so what, what, sure wait, wait, wait. What does J.J. Uh, Watt have well, to do I'm, with I'm any getting of this? To that. He, he is, this uh, is a stretch. He, I can feel it coming. No, it's not. He, right. He's backing the fractional trading platform public.com. Public.com. Oh, I never heard of that. Do the same thing. You can buy just a piece of Microsoft or a piece of Apple because you don't have enough to buy an entire share. And JJ could do more damage to me than any of those other people. So JJ, well done. Great, great idea. Great idea, JJ. Public. I'm looking right it. at it. There yeah. you go. Public.com. So again, I'm being facetious. This is not <laughs> a way to buy stocks. You should not, by the way, even if you could afford the $3,200 for a share of Amazon, Shouldn't be owning that anyway. That is a purely speculative play. Amazon, which has had among the best performances over the last 30 years, may be headed for 20 years of down. I have no idea, especially the way it's rocketed up this year. I would not be somebody jumping in to any of those trades anytime. I, lo- I love the way public explains themselves. They have a web page. It's how do we make money? Hmm. And it says public, public. I'm going to say Publix because that's our grocery yeah, store right. here that's in Florida. That's grocery store, sure. Public yeah. is on a mission to accelerate all people's prosperity. Oh, that's so nice. So benevolent. Oh, well, they make a lot of money and oh, okay. uh, they make a lot of money in some very unique ways. 
Uh, in fact, let me, you know what? It might be a good idea because this is how Robin Hood and Schwab and all these guys make money. It might not be a bad idea to talk a bit about that after the break. Spread? Is that what we're getting to? Part of it. There's a lot of stuff. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you're sick of your self-interested financial advisor and are looking for a 100% fiduciary low-fee investment advisor, call my firm, Vestry, at 800-386-3004 or visit us at vestry.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And you can call us with your questions. It's easy and it's free. And you can call during the show, which airs from noon to two on the West Coast, three to five on the East Coast at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. I'm Don. That's Tom. And we're talking about how these, how do these firms, how do these little firms make their money? The, the Robin Hoods of the world or the big firms like the Schwab and uh, Scott Trade and all these guys. How do they do free trading? How do they make money? Well, Public says right on their website that one of the things they do, they don't mention one of the bigger ones. It's really interesting they don't mention that one. But they talk about things like securities lending. And I don't, a lot of people don't understand that. When a brokerage firm has your securities in their account, they have the right to hypothecate, it's, is what that's called, to lend mm-hmm. them to someone who wants to sell the shares short. They don't own the shares. You have to have shares to sell them. So they borrow the shares from the brokerage account, and then they sell them on the market. And at some point, they have to return those shares plus interest. That's the key. The interest there is where the money's made. And it's pretty high. Then on all of your cash balances, and this is one of the reasons why Schwab encourages cash balances. As a matter of fact, on some accounts, they require a cash balance because they make money on cash in the account they lend it they out pay you they pay you very little bit of interest and guess what they're loaning it to someone else who's paying them substantially more exactly not exactly then there's another way to get paid and that is some firms will pay because they work on volume they need a lot of volume so some of these clearing firms will offer these trading firms a little kickback a couple of cents on each share that's traded to send the orders to them. Now, that can be a very opaque, convoluted marketplace in which it's difficult to understand how much you're paying and how you end up paying that. And they don't mention that in this article because that's where the big money is. How you end up paying that really is in the spread between yeah, what, that's what, I was getting to. what somebody pays for the mm. shares and what someone gets paid. And there always is a spread between bid and ask the selling price or the the buying price and the selling price well and it's much lower than it used to be but there's yes. still a number there somewhere well yeah. and for the smaller the, the 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 smaller the float the lighter the trading sure. of a particular security the higher the spread is going to be so uh when they're trading you know over the counter securities which is the kind of stuff they love for you to trade it's more speculative too they receive higher spreads so there's a lot there's a lot of money to be made without charging commissions there- they're not doing it because they're just really nice people. But that's the way, you know, you just read it, you go, we're on a mission to accelerate yeah. all mm-hmm. people's prosperity, but particularly our own. They didn't say okay. that part. Re- yeah, thank you. Returning the show to what we think you should believe, and that is owning globally diversified markets, 
not speculating by owning individual shares, not trying to figure out who's going to solve the COVID-19 pandemic, who's going to come up with the vaccine, what that's going to mean, all that speculation. Instead, owning markets, thousands of stocks. Now, generally, if you called us, we'd say go own the Vanguard Total World Stock Index, VT Wax or VT, the exchange traded fund. And then if you want to have some bonds in there and to kind of cushion the blow when things get ugly, as they did earlier this year, that would be the Vanguard Total Bond Index. We've done that because we've done it. There's nothing sinister here. <laughs> it's no, a habit. Know, it's it is. It's, it's a, a habit. habit. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like some of my other bad habits. But people from time to time say, well, why Vanguard? Well, why not? But as Don pointed out, they've been the people that really got into this from the beginning. But you're right. We went and looked, and it turns out that Fidelity has really come in under Vanguard in, in some oh, ways my. with their index fund so we're going to give you a couple of recommendations there yeah they have um their uh their their the one thing they don't have is a global index one stop yeah all the a total market global index but they do have their total market index which is u.s securities and their expenses are ridiculously low 1.5 basis points or 15 no, 1.5 one hundredths, 15 yep. one thousandths of a percent. It's very, very small, and it's a very well-diversified portfolio. I'll have the others for you in a minute. Tom and Don are talking real money. Did you know I wrote a book? Yeah, about 10 years ago, I wrote a book about investing. Financial Physics, with an F, How Money and Investing Really Work. It's a short read. It's a really easy read because, well, as you know, investing is way too easy to be this complicated. And it's been on sale for a long time at Amazon. I updated it in 2018 to a new version. But if you don't want to buy it, you can go buy it at Amazon. It's 10 bucks. But if you don't want to buy it, if you want it free, well, you can get it free two ways. One, you can get a PDF copy by going to TalkingRealMoney.com slash free talkingrealmoney.com slash free if you don't put in the slash free you can't find it the other way is if you have an iDevice like an iPhone or an iPad or a Mac you can go get an interactive version of the book a special edition that I made that's actually interactive that's got videos and motion and things going on and that's also free just look for financial physics f-y-s-i-c-s in the Apple Bookstore or Apple Books or whatever they call it now. Or go to TalkingRealMoney.com slash free. TalkingRealMoney.com slash free. And I guarantee you'll enjoy the PDF or the iBook or your money back. Check it out. TalkingRealMoney.com slash free. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Because it's a really big part of your life, and we think it's very important, really important, actually, that we talk about it. And that's why we invite you to call anytime at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And right now, we're talking about Fidelity's Alternatives. Well, we're, we're trying to give you, yeah, the, the, the realities about investing. It, it, trying to trade stocks, we know. It's not just us, by the way. It's no, a lot it's of research not. that shows that even the professionals trading stocks, and we'll talk about hedge funds in a couple of minutes, end up with less than the market provides. It's not as exciting as owning 
you know, it's pardon me, it's way more exciting than owning an oh, index yeah. mutual fund because you know one day you're up and you're down and you're sideways and the news count and all that stuff. If so you enjoy losing money at times, yeah. But if you're investing for retirement, which most of us, that's where you should be investing for. What you should be investing for, there are better ways. We have, as you know, for many, many, many years, suggested just going to Vanguard, opening a couple, opening an account using a couple funds. From time to time, people say, what about Fidelity? And the reality is Fidelity, while they were the people that really made actively managed mutual funds popular, that's where most of the activity comes. They, in the last couple of decades, have gotten into the passive or index side because? Well, because Vanguard was in it. Here's what happened. I mean, really, for the longest time, the largest mutual fund company in America was Fidelity. They were huge. And then this little upstart out of Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, sort of crept up on him, run by this lanky guy named John Bogle, and Vanguard exploded. People started, because here's what happened. Real investors started realizing that the, the trying to beat the markets was a fool's game. It's a stupid idea. So indexing became popular. Vanguard was the leader in indexing. Exploded. Fidelity said, Whew, we better do something. So Fidelity became very, very competitive with Vanguard. And they have the Fidelity Total Stock Index, which is U.S. stocks. For What's a, the ticker? It is. I will get you that. I'm betting it, it starts is, with an F. Of course it starts with an F. F-S-K-A-X. SCAX. Well, it's not far from VTWAX, but okay. Yeah, FSKAX. But that is the U.S. total market. Yeah. The problem is you don't get international, which we think yep. is really important. So now instead of having a two fund portfolio at Fidelity, you'll need to have a three fund portfolio. All right. What's the international fund? The international fund is FSPSX. FSPSX. Not easy to okay. turn into a word. Their expense ratio again super low, thirty-five one thousandths of a percent, or three point five basis points. Point zero three. Wow, that is yeah, cheap. isn't that cheap for an international Ooh. fund? Ooh. And yeah, really uh, their portfolio. Let me just take a peek and see how many stocks are in it. Uh, sixty-seven hundred stocks. So you basically get the same portfolio as you do in the Vanguard Total World Stock Index between the two. You funds. didn't tell us. You didn't tell us how many was in the U.S. I stock should fund. do that, shouldn't I? That would be Just a very seven hundred international stocks. Yes, sir, and then thirty wow. thirty one hundred U.S. stocks. So you actually end up owning more there a because few more. that's uh, ninety eight hundred versus eighty eight hundred at Vanguard. Yeah, and then wow, finally and yes for and, for the stability oh, portion of your portfolio. Yeah. Those boring old bonds. I know. I'm so sorry. What what happened? What did I do with it? I had it up on my screen. You threw out the bonds because we we're so excited about getting rich owning Kodak or Amazon or maybe Tesla. I know, and I and you know the other thing I have a problem doing is typing. Um, I am just a terrible typist. Is the Fidelity U.S. Bond Index, which is very much like the Vanguard Total Bond Index. Total bond market yeah. index, I should say. Its symbol is FXNAX, Fixnax, or oh, Foxnax. Ooh, fix, Foxnax. Foxnax. Well, that kind of like Fixnax, but okay. Fixnax. All right, Fixnax. Get this expense ratio 25 one thousandth, 2.5 basis points. I don't get that. Is, those are so cheap. 
They are well, way cheaper. They still than, have Vanguard is point one on their total stock fund, and they still has the free funds, right? The yeah, but those I'm not a big zero fund fan because they're emulators. I don't know what's in them. They're emulators. Yeah, anyway. Now the thing about the Fidelity bond fund is that it does not own the seventeen thousand bonds that Vanguard has. They only have twenty one hundred. But, but is it still intermediate in length yeah, and same, pretty almost, high in quality? Almost exactly the same quality, um, almost exactly the same duration, lower expense ratio means... 60% government bonds? Uh, let's see. Uh, no, 45% government, but it's 73% AAA. So it's really high. It's had a higher AAA ratio. Anyway, they're, they're both pretty comparable. So now we can do the Vanguard funds or the Fidelity funds, making your life slightly more complicated. Tom and Don are talking real money. We don't believe in seat-of-your-pants investing. We believe investing should be based on solid science, on academic research. That's why on July 29th, we'll be hosting a brand new class, The New Science of Real Investing, at 8 a.m. via Zoom. Get your tickets right now at TalkingRealMoney.com. Just click on the New Events button or the Events button and reserve your place. Go to TalkingRealMoney.com and make sure you're there to learn the science of real investing in our next online Zoom class. Go to TalkingRealMoney.com. Click on the Events button. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Hello? 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 Is anybody listening today? Hello? Don here. Tom over there. He's going to keep doing his bad New York thing if you don't call Give us a call at 855-855-935-8255. It's free and it's easy. So give us a holla. You know what? I found something online. Do you know that you can get celebrities to do little voice bits for you? Like, I, I told you that. You can get Cameo.com. Yeah, you get Gilbert Gottfried to do like a little thing. Gilbert Gottfried. You know, I, I can't even do his, his uh, yeah, voice. I know he's who so, he is. Yeah, yeah. He, the, I, he's, he was I the I see him on the roasts. Yeah, Gilbert. I see him on the roasts. Anyway. But you can get uh, Brett Favre for $350. Now, you see. Which I was thinking I, of getting for my friend, but it but just seems Brett, like a waste of Brett, money. Brett is not a known voice. No, no, actually, it's a different website. It's, it's a video. It's a okay, oh, that's, this, this was a, a different video. website. This him. was well, yeah, oh, you okay. could see him oh. too. It's a video. It was the thing they did on last week tonight, where they had um, an actor, moderately famous actor. Oh, Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> uh, do, yeah, he hasn't done a whole lot in the lately, last twenty-five no. years. So Sorry, for one hundred and fifty bucks, one hundred and fifty bucks, yeah. you can get Steve Gutenberg. For a couple minutes. That might be. Well, maybe I should do that instead of the breath. Right. I'll look like a cheapskate. Though. I would get Gilbert <laughs> Gottfried because his voice is so recognizable. No, no people don't know Gilbert Gottfried. But they know the Sorry. voice. They're going to know when they hear that voice, they're going to know it. All right. Yeah, All right. It is very distinct. Anyway, what was I going to say? Oh, saying, why, are you no not, why are they not calling us? What did we do I wrong today? I think it's because I was out of town. They're mad at me for goofing around at Lake Chelan. Apparently, because they called a lot when you weren't here. <laughs> I'm kidding. Eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number. So I have to tell you, you're making Tom feel bad. That's okay. You're for not the once, first, by the way. for once, it's not me. Thank you all so much. <laughs> Thanks for your help. Somebody else. It's, it's so easy. Eight five five nine three five talk. You know, I've done a money talk show for a very long time, like back in the late eighties and throughout the nineties. And back in the nineties, there were these little upstart critters. I'd been doing this for a while. These little whippersnappers. 
started doing like uh online stuff and 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 they called themselves the motley fool these gardner brothers and the gardner and brothers and i we butted heads well because they tell people well first of all go buy individual stocks that was it buy individual buy individual stocks at the companies you know because you yeah. know them so well like amazon now how did you if you ask 100 people how amazon makes their money yeah Ninety-nine percent will say they do it by delivering stuff to your house, and they'd be wrong. That most of their money's made by this thing called AWS. Mm-hmm. That people you don't you think you know a company? Do you think you really you do not? Did you know Enron was going to blow up? No. no. Washington Mutual, the biggest thrift bank in the country. Did you know that it was built up with all this bad stuff they'd done with mortgages? No, you did not know but, that. You do not know. But, period. But what they were was they were following the hot way of picking of of managing money back then which was the peter lynch method and now wait this is so exciting i just saw today that the motley fool had a brilliant groundbreaking new strategy for managing your money please do share did you see it did you read it i sent it to you guess what it is get this you're gonna love this it, it you know I, <laughs> finally we're cutting edge finally yes about time I'm holding my breath we get old. buy index funds what that's what they said they used to by the way the gardeners used to really poo poo oh funds, period. my goodness period. that was what we butted heads about they were always saying, oh, don't pay attention to those guys on the radio who say just buy mutual funds. Uh, they didn't like mutual funds at all. They were totally the against way, them. Yes. By the way, I noticed the article you sent me about the fool recommending index funds. Yeah. At the end of the article, did you see what it, it went to? Hold on. I got to pull it back up. Cause see what's at I, the bottom. I, see what's at the I bottom. forget all these things. Yeah. See, well, you remembered what the Luddite thing was over the textiles. Which I know. I, I don't. Remember. Oh, here we go. This, I, and I love the, the headline. This opportunity is a nervous. Inve- this opportunity yeah. is a nervous investor's dream. Uh, yeah. Let's see. See at what's the at the bottom, bottom of the page. What's at the bottom of the page? Uh, Motley Fool makes 5G buy alert. Tom and David's new hot picks, and they've made way more oh, than yeah, the S&P yeah, yeah, 500. Yeah. You wouldn't sure, want to just sure they settle for that. But anyway. then they tell you in the article to buy index funds. I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I, I'm confused. What do they believe? Do they even know what they believe? I don't think they do. Well, we got a call finally because I... No, we have, we have four calls finally. Well, we're going to have a couple in the next bad. hour. Yeah, I know. Yeah, all I right. I feel so bad. Teresa... Make Tom feel better. Yes. How are you? <laughs> Go ahead. Good. Thanks. Oh, we're doing great. Okay. Doing great. My question is, um, I'm 73 and I'm still working. Is it um, wise to still put money into a Roth IRA? Uh, is this money you're going to need sometime in your lifetime? Well, sometime in my lifetime that I'm talking about for investing. Is it better to... I mean, is there any benefit at my age for putting money into a Roth? Well, I mean, remember, again, yeah. it, it really depends. This is the, the it, it depends thing. If this is money that you might not use in your lifetime, then there is a decided yeah. advantage to having it in a Roth for your heirs. 
Okay. In that they can avoid paying taxes for a decade after they get the money. But remember, if you put it in a Roth now and it grows and you need it inside the five years, right. you're going to pay the price for that. So that's why I was asking if you needed, you're going to spend the money. So it's either, if it's long, long, long-term past five-year money, then it might make sense for the Roth. If it's less than five-year money and you're going to need it, no, don't do it. Put it in just a regular old investing account in conservative stuff that you might, uh, so that you can, you don't have a lot of volatility and get your hands on it. Thanks for the call, Teresa. I appreciate it. And Lulu, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, Lulu. Yes. Hi, I'm 70 years old, and you mentioned about Vanguard. I'm uh, trying to put in about 100 gun on a Vanguard. Which which one do I put it in? You're trying to put a how, how much away? Let's say 100K. 100,000. Got it. Okay. Okay. And again, I'm going to ask the same question. Because <laughs> it's an important question. Yeah, I mean, the question then becomes over the next 25 years, I hope you have 95 years or more, uh, are you going to use this money? Are you going to need it to pay the bills? It's an extra money. No. You don't need it. So it will probably end up going to your heirs. Is that what you're saying? Yes. All right. Here's what I would suggest you do. Go to TalkingRealMoney.com, our website. On there, there's a link to a thing called our risk quiz, R-I-S-Q-U-I-Z. Take that. I did that. Did, you did? What was your number? Medium risk. Medium risk. Great. Ah, this okay. makes it so much easier. That If you want to do it the two-fund way or the three-fund way. Uh-oh. Now it's going to get complicated. Yeah. Uh, go to Vanguard and split it half and half. Between the Vanguard Total World Stock Index and the Vanguard Total Bond Index. That's VTWAX. That's one mutual fund that holds global diversified portfolio, 8,800 stocks. Or I always forget this, VBLTX, I believe. Vanguard Vanguard Total Bond Index Fund. So you're balancing between the risky things like stocks, the safer things like bonds, you're going to hope to make 7 or 8% a year over the long run. That might be a little high. More like 5, five to or six. 6. Yeah, 5 yeah. to 6 is what But that's I great. Do. And you're leaving and it then, behind, yeah. and that's terrific. But do me a favor, though. Once you do it, remember, every year or so, rebalance back to that 50-50. So sell what's up, buy what's down, and don't panic no matter what the market does. 855-935-TALK, our number. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you're sick of your self-interested financial advisor and are looking for a 100% fiduciary low-fee investment advisor, call my firm, Vestry, at 800-386-3004 or visit us at vestry.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And we have a new class coming up. I'm not teaching it. I'm just moderating it. But Tom is a part of it. And attorney Rick Gregorick will also be joining us for a quick overview of the really critical steps that you are going to need to take to manage your wealth, both in retirement from a financial and legal standpoint and beyond. It's a totally free class. It's taking place on August 26th at 8 a.m. That's a Wednesday. And you can sign up for the free class. It'll be held on Zoom by going to TalkingRealMoney.com slash, I think it's new events, but just click on the events button. Go to TalkingRealMoney.com and then click on the events button. That the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. 
Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?